This is the Anxious Poets mini poemcast. William Blake said, There is a moment in each day that Satan cannot find. Perhaps this will be the moment. A little shot of poetry to calm an anxious day. Martins in the Eaves This spitfire barrel roll over our heads Up to the eaves To the mud-packed garrets of bank-ground farm by Coniston Water This welter of bullet-speeded feathered bodies Sweeping through the warm twilight air Plucking at the pillowed flotsam of flies This constancy of summer sorties Stream into the gloaming glimmering like soft brushstrokes or light flecks on stippled waters. This night talk conducted in pebble-dashed domes, softening the oncoming night with the hushed chitters of their duskfall conference. This bird-bright-bodied flight, hajmakers, southern pilgrims, coming to promulgate their next iteration of migrancy. This richness of Martins, embodying resilient vulnerability, balsa-like frames speed across continents. This making of mud-gobbed speakeasies to course out from, breasting the wind's anxiety with heartfuls of hazard in the great sky. This takenness we feel with their sleek speed, our yearning dreams of forays into the realms of our inherited empathies. This innate sympathy for feathered beauty, reminding us that once we were untamed, arousing our urge to be wild again. Martins in the eaves. This spitfire barrel roll over our heads, up to the eaves, to the mud-packed garrets of bank-ground farm by Coniston Water. This welter of bullet-speeded feathered bodies sweeping through the warm twilight air, plucking at the pillowed flotsam of flies. This constancy of summer sorties stream into the gloaming, glimmering like soft brushstrokes or light flecks on stippled waters. This night talk conducted in pebble-dashed domes, softening the oncoming dark with the hushed chitters of their duskfall conference. This bird-bright-bodied flight, hajmakers, southern pilgrims, coming to promulgate their next iteration of migrancy. This richness of Martins embodying resilient vulnerability, balsa-like frames speed across continents. This making of mud-gobbed speakeasies to course out from, breasting the wind's anxiety with heartfuls of hazard in the great sky. 
This takenness we feel with their sleek speed, our yearning dreams of forays into the realms of our inherited empathies. This innate sympathy for feathered beauty, reminding us that once we were untamed, arousing our urge to be wild again. This mini poem cast is dedicated to a group that call themselves the Turtle Doves. They are the group that gathered at Bankground Farm in Coniston, uh, by Coniston Water, in 2019, with David White and the team of guides of which I'm a part. We spend our time walking the hills, listening to poetry, and then come back and we have a lovely meal at the farm and then often we'll gather out on the terrace and have a drink together and share the experience of the day and uh, a guy called Ian King and Michal O'Sullivan come with us and they sing in the mornings as well and one of the songs they sang is an old uh, northern song about the turtle doves and this group decided to name themselves after that song. They're a wonderful group of people, mixed group from all over the world. And when we sit on the terrace and talk in the evening, the martins shoot over our heads into these little muddy houses they make in the eaves of the farm. And you can hear them chittering to each other and then they shoot out again and make these incredible sorties into the sky, feeding themselves and all the flies over the water. And they have a dual uh, feel to them. They're at once very vulnerable looking. They're tiny, light little birds. And yet they have this incredible, resilient power to them. They fly across continents to be there. And then they seem to take ferocious joy in flying as fast as they can. And they hit the, the little garret that they live in perfectly every time. It's as if they are so chuffed with the prowess that they have. And they're a kind of unconscious, unnoticed thing a lot of the time. You, you, as you're talking, you just see them over your head and you sense them. And you sense, as I say in the poem, their duskfall conferences, as if they're planning new sorties into the air the next day. And they invite something for me as I've actually started to pay attention to them while we've been there. And that's where this poem came from, my paying attention to them. And they reminded me of, of the dual side of myself. As a, as a person who suffers from anxiety, who has a family that suffers from anxiety, there is this dual side to it. There's the terrible sense of dread and fear about yourself. You have this physical sense that there's something terribly wrong that makes you feel 
restless and unable to settle and and you're scanning round all the time for the source of this and there's this deep desire for for rest and for peace and to feel at home with yourself and it's as if you shoot out of your own self flying around trying to find solace or sustenance and then shoot back into this tiny little garret of yourself and huddle up in there and then shoot out again and yet if you can find a way of owning that anxiety of seeing it not just as a torture but as an innate part of the human condition we are innately restless we are the part of creation that seems not to be able to just settle into ourselves but are constantly trying to reform reshape we're we're unhappy with our life situation we're worried about how people think of us how we look how we come across to other people how we uh, come across in the world and 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 are on this constant search for rest and for contentment and to just feel it's okay and these birds seem to seem to mirror that to me and i wanted to describe in the poem all the experiences i had of looking at them and for me that's one of the great gifts of this restlessness is it leads you if you can to some kind of creativity some kind of way of expressing the state that you find yourself in i said in a poem once that i wrote my even in the darkness my pen knew its way i wrote my way out and i've written my way out of lots of anxiety and lots of anxious situations so creativity whether it's painting knitting crocheting um writing photography anything that creates an artifact that makes an outward representation of your inner state that you can then enter into a conversation with that you can present to other people so that they can say ah oh, yeah oh that's how i feel or i never thought of it like that or god that must be really difficult it makes an outward representation of an inner state and that for me is one of the the great gifts of my anxiety was was that it's it's encouraged me over and over again like those birds to shoot out of the little gobbed speakeasy into the into the the atmosphere and to make something and then to come back this takenness we feel with their sleek speed our yearning dreams of forays into the realms of our inherited empathies i feel that we all inherit a sense of empathy if you spend time with animals you feel empathy with them 
whatever kind of animals they are, but certainly with dogs, there's this connected empathy that we experience from them and for them. And this has gone on for thousands of years. We have worked with animals, with horses, we've farmed animals. And yes, we've killed and eaten them. But if you go back to native people and good indigenous people, good farmers, there's always deep respect for the animal and not not a wastage or a wantonness with it, but a willingness to honour that animal, um, to care for it. And, you know, whether whether you're a vegetarian or a vegan or a meat eater, we all have this inherited empathy and, and need to listen to what it's telling us because it's teaching us something about how to be in the natural world, how to care for the natural world and how to allow it to care for us. The innate sympathy for feathered beauty, especially feathered beauty. There's something about birds, watching birds on the bird feeder when I'm out, watching the rooks around my house that that rise up from the trees in a cacophony of cackling and then settle back down onto the onto the fences and walk in front of me, hopping up the fences. Um, for the birds of prey, the, the falcons that uh, and the hawks that live around me and the buzzards sometimes that, that wheel in the upper air, there is this reminder that they that flying things give us and if you've ever had dreams dreams of forays into the realms of the air if you dream you're flying it's absolutely incredible and and that is that part of our psyche that wants to be reminded by this feathered beauty that we were untamed arousing our urge to be wild again we live in the inheritance of hunter-gatherers, of people who lived right on the land that didn't see themselves as separate from the animal world, but saw themselves as animals. And I think that that's so good for us to feel that we are just another animal, that, that we share this planet with all the animals and the plants and 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 the, the the mountains and the lakes that we are not meant to be separate from them that was the great instinct of the lakeland poets they rewilded us they made us realize how beautiful this place was and how great it was to feel wild arousing our urge our urge to be wild again so this is a, a homage to all those people that went on that lovely trip that I was speaking to the other night, but to everyone who who suffers from difficulties with their mental health, uh, it, it's an urge to go out or to look out. I'm looking out now and the rain is, is, is coming down through the sun. That We're in that period of March where in this country you get sunlight and rain and rainbows doubling over the house and over the valley and you never know what to wear when you go out and there's a little blackbird out there looking for worms and they're all sensing that 
the buds are about to open there's a glimmer of blossom on one of my trees and we're almost on the verge of spring and whatever our circumstances with coronavirus and unlocking there is an unlocking going on at the moment that is spring and there is an urge to be wild again to be untamed so go well uh, and I hope this provides a welcome moment in your day Martins in the eaves This spitfire barrel roll over our heads up to the eaves to the mud-packed garrets of Bankground Farm by Coniston Water. This welter of bullet-speeded feathered bodies sweeping through the warm twilight air, plucking at the pillowed flotsam of flies. This constancy of summer sorties stream into the gloaming, glimmering like soft brushstrokes or light flecks on stippled waters. This night talk conducted in pebble-dashed domes, softening the oncoming dark with the hushed chitters of their duskfall conference. This bird-bright-bodied flight, hajj-makers, southern pilgrims coming to promulgate their next iteration of migrancy. This richness of martins embodying resilient vulnerability, balsa-like frames speed across continents. This making of mud-gobbed speakeasies to course out from, breasting the wind's anxiety with heartfuls of hazard in the great sky. This takenness we feel with their sleek speed, our yearning dreams of forays into the realms of our inherited empathies. This innate sympathy for feathered beauty, reminding us that once we were untamed, arousing our urge to be wild again. This has been the Anxious Poets mini-poemcast with me, Adrian Scott, the Anxious Poet. 